Welcome to another edition of The Last Negroes at Harvard. I'm Kent Garrett. This podcast is about being black in America for over 80 years. It is Sunday, March 3rd, 2024. There is increasing concern about the mental health of President Joe Biden. His gaffes are becoming more frequent and his body seems more frail. In fact, 68% of all voters now say that they have concerns about Biden having the necessary mental and physical health to be president. Michael Walker and Aaron Pastani are producers for the British media outfit named Novara. Pastani argues that the horrors and genocide happening in Gaza is, quote, directly related, close quote, to the diminished cognitive ability of Biden. Listen to their piece. After the publication of the report, Biden held a hastily organized press conference where he was grilled about his memory. In his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning and I'm an elderly man and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad I let you speak. That's, uh, that's, that's my memory. Your memory has gotten worse, Mr. No, president? My memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory, take a look at what I've done since I've become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? I quite like that first thing. You know, I am well-meaning. I am elderly, but I know what the hell I'm doing. Um, unfortunately, at that same press conference, he went on to say this. The conduct of the response in, Gaza, in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. I think that, uh, as you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. I mean, people often say that Joe Biden sort of mixes up the, the American interest with the Israeli interest. Now he's mixing up Americans' neighbors with Israeli neighbors. Um, he's calling Egypt Mexico, um, which is rather strange. Aaron, this has been a difficult week for Joe Biden, hasn't it? Well, you know, look, Michael, it happens. Mexicans, Egyptians, they're both quite ethnically ambiguous nations, you know. Uh, an Egyptian could easily be a Mexican. Uh, they tan very well. So yeah, it's been, a, it's been a strange week, Michael. I'm obviously kidding. It's a ridiculous thing to say. Maybe he, I suppose they might say, well, borders, you know, we've got a border with Mexico, the issue with Egypt, Gaza, the border, I don't know. Um, but it has been a very difficult week. And Michael, th th this is really now coming to a head. Uh, he is now clearly in an advanced state of cognitive decline. This is not a joke. This is not a meme. Um, he probably wasn't entirely with it in 2020, but he, he could function. You know, I remember having doubts about his cognitive abilities in one of the primary debates, and then he skewered Bernie Sanders. I don't know what the hell they injected him with, but he was on fire. So I thought, you know what? Okay. And Biden surprised all of us, probably including himself, in terms of um, beating Trump. 
right? I think that surprised lots of people. Of course, the surprise variable was um, COVID, and the margin of victory because it's a you know a, um, a electrocologist and wasn't as big as it might have looked, but you know it was still impressive. And actually, his legislative agenda on some things has been very impressive. Ira, for instance, um, his his relationship to unions very good. I'm not disregarding any of that. I don't want Donald Trump to win, but equally, he clearly has advanced dementia, right? I mean, that second clip you showed, it's its like a guy who's slowing down, his Duracell batteries are coming to an end, you know? Um, and any 81-year-old, this is not ageist, it's not disrespecting older people, any 81-year-old is going to struggle being the president of the United States of America. Michael, you're in your early 30s, I'm in my late 30s. We would struggle to complete uh, a primary, right? If he wants to become the Republican candidate or the Democrat, anybody, anybody in the world. I mean, their twenties would struggle. It's a physical, emotional roller coaster. He's eighty-one, with the hardest job, arguably, in the world, the most media exposure of any public figure on earth, at a very important time for all of us. Uh, and, and clearly, he's not up to the job. And I, I don't think it's a left-wing position to say, "Don't talk about it. Just ignore it." Um, that's not adequate. Uh, because again, the stakes here are really high. And I think one of the reasons why, Michael, just to finish, Netanyahu's done what he has done in Rafa in the last 24 hours, the reason why they're ignoring John Kirby, humiliating the Americans, is, is because they know the commander-in-chief can't tie his own shoelaces. They know Joe Biden can't complete sentences. So what better opportunity, what better set of circumstances to, okay, if not um, get everybody out of Gaza, or 2.5 million Gazans, which I think they probably would like to do, many people in the Israeli government. Well, okay, at least we'll be able to create a buffer zone and get a, maybe half a million into Egypt or whatever. And that is that is directly related to the condition of Joe Biden. Now, that doesn't mean Donald Trump will be a better president for the Palestinian people. But I think, you know, it's important to remember, Rashid Khalidi said something really interesting earlier on this week. He said, Joe Biden as president has been worse for the Palestinian people than Donald Trump was. That doesn't mean, therefore, that Donald Trump, after 2024, won't be any worse. He probably would be. Uh, but this idea that Biden has been better than Trump doesn't really add up. And so there are really big implications for his, his mental state being what it is. And frankly, I feel sorry for his kids, his grandkids, because this is how he will be remembered. And if he does win a second term, he, he won't complete it. He will be a laughing stock. You know, he will, he will clearly disintegrate. It will disintegrate in office. What do you think the Democrats are going to do? Because I mean, uh, there, there are sort of um, precedents of, of, of a sitting president saying, I'm not going to run again, um, Linda B. Johnson in the 1960s. But then he was, was replaced. And then the Democrats got trashed um, by Richard Nixon that time around. So, you know, when I've been reading about this, people who sort of do recognize that Joe Biden is a bad candidate, they're sort of like, well, he's a bad candidate, but all the other alternatives seem just as bad. Now, I'm not convinced mm. by that argument, but I don't think it's a crazy argument either. Um, so, like, I, I mean, if I was them, I would just, you know, as, as quickly as possible, put in someone a bit younger and a bit more competent and then just all rally around him but or her. But that's not really how politics works, isn't it? Once a vacancy arrives, you know, then you end up with a big sort of, Know, circular firing squad potentially the primaries have already began i mean what what can they do no it's too late it's too late it should have been gavin newsom i don't share his politics but he has had a big job he's got a national profile um he's got some kind of a record i mean republicans would say a bad record but he's got some kind of a record uh, california's done some pretty good things on green energy 
So, you know, I think it probably should have been Newsom. Again, I'm not saying that's somebody on the left. I'm saying that's somebody who's trying to be impartial. I don't agree with his politics. Uh, but I think it's too late. And the point you've made about LBJ, really, really important, Michael. I think when uh, Lyndon Johnson stood down, he was in his 60s. Right? I think Lyndon Johnson died quite young, mid, mid to late 60s. I think it was related to lung cancer. Um, you know, Biden's 81. And there's two separate points here, Michael, which is, could Joe Biden um, contest an election and win? Yes, he, he could, right? I actually think he, I don't think he would. I don't think he would because the key polling in states like um, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Ohio, even though Biden's leading often in polls with regards to the national vote, he's losing in those states. And there are four or five states, if he loses, it flips, right? Trump just needs to win four or five of these states and it flips and he wins the presidency. Uh, so it's close, but could Biden win? Yes, absolutely Biden can win. He did it before, so why can't he do it again, right? Very simple logic there. But then there's the separate question of, okay, well, would he A, be a good president? I mean, he's, he's doing okay because he's got advisors around him and so on. He's clearly not all there, but they're still implementing a legislative agenda. But could they pull that off again? I think no. He, I think it brings American politics and public life and, and American democracy into disrepute. If, if you literally have a man in his early to mid 80s falling apart in, in the highest office of the land, I, I think it goes actually a lot deeper than party political interest. I think it completely undermines American democracy because literally hundreds of millions of Americans, what, 330, 340 million of them, I think the majority of Americans would look at the guy and think, how the hell is this man the president? How the hell is this man in charge? Maybe nobody, you know, maybe nobody is. And they'd kind of be right, wouldn't they? I mean, look at, like we said, John Kirby and what's going on with Israel and them just ignoring the US State Department. So I think it goes very deep. And there's two separate questions there. And of course, if you think it's all about stopping Trump at any cost, and remember, Michael, Trump only serves one term, right? He, he can only go to 2028. It's not like Trump is a young man. He'd have two terms. He's groomed a successor. He hasn't. And I think that there has to be some part of the Democrats now that think the long game. The problem for them, of course, is that Trump wants to throw a fair few of them into prison. I think the reason why they didn't get behind Newsom probably when they should have is because they, there was a bit of hopium going on, right? Um, Trump will be stopped from running again by some courts somewhere. I mean, plausibly, it doesn't seem like it. I mean, the Supreme Court is stacked with conservatives. Why would they listen to what Colorado has to say? So in all likelihood, he is going to run. So I think it's been a really big political miscalculation here. But like I say, the consequences of a second Biden presidency are almost psychological with regards to their importance and people's um, disintegrating, eroding belief in American democracy. I think he would get an initial boost just by the fact of beating Trump, right? Because you know, a lot, lots of the doubts would, would, would dissipate quite quickly if he won an election, because that's an impressive feat in and of itself. But then, yeah, potentially by the end of the you know, fourth year. I mean, he might just not do much public speaking by that point if he's not got a restand. Maybe just go into the background. But yeah, all very depressing. It doesn't really uh, speak very well of the American Republic.